Hi, I just wanted to show my face. I'm dead shy, but I thought I'd better come on and say hello because I just yes. like look like a creepy stalker. Yes, otherwise, you're all right. So glad you put your camera. I am going off camera though because I, I can't stop looking at myself. But there we go. No, to say hi. You do, you're gorgeous. Stare at the camera. Stare, look into your own eyes and put your hands on yourself. <laughs> and tell yourself how interesting you are. <laughs> Maybe one day. I can't. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Right, go on. I'll off. Sorry, I know, I know I'm hot. Well, thank you so much for saying hello. Thank you. Really did. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, wow. Wow. I've been so excited to come on and see everyone tonight. So, so, so excited. So, obviously, the first thing we're going to talk about is that incredible day that we had on Sunday. So, I'm just going to mute everyone because of some background noise. And whoever wants to go first, whoever was there, please tell us. Come on. Stop being shy now. <laughs> Come on, turn your mic off. I messaged my friend today who came with me yesterday and I was like, I need to go back. <laughs> I want to go back to yesterday and get that feeling again. I was um, bouncing off the ceilings when I got in. <laughs> I know. I was. I just thought I was. it's just brilliant. Just what everyone needs. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. uh, it was so powerful to be with everyone, you know, like in the room. It doesn't feel like it was yesterday, though. At all. At all. I came home and did, um, I was like, like literally bouncing, came home and did self-love Sundays with the kids last night. Another <laughs> went to bed. I'm not waiting wait until next Sunday. <laughs> so, if you like that on a Wednesday, right? Self-love Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was brilliant, Liz. Like, I literally, it, just like from start to finish, even the card that didn't have your name on it. I couldn't believe, like, it was meant for me, that card, what was written in there, it really, really was. Um, so it's literally by my bed, like, I'll read that every, I know that's really, like, people think that's up, but literally I need to hear yeah, that right. every morning. Yeah, we on there. Um, Like, I need to tell myself that every morning, because that's something that's quite big in my life right now, what, what was written, it resonated with. And I feel like the things that we wrote down, what we wanted out of the day, it, it wasn't necessarily like anything in particular, what you said, but the whole experience and the visualizations. It was like I created and came up with my own, by the time, by the end of the day, my mind had gone ping, 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 ping for exactly what I needed out of the day. Did that come from me? So yeah. that's what it's I just about the way. It's never ever going to come from me. No, I haven't got anyone not, else's answers. Yeah. No, and that's what I love about the work. Like when you when you like take that space, whether it's visualization, meditation, being in the moment, being with people who are like my whatever it is, you find you know you find your own answers, don't you? When you give yourself that space, it's just yeah. absolutely amazing, amazing. That's what it's about, isn't it? That's what it's about. It was um, oh, incredible. Probably to me, like 
the people behind, like seeing people just on here. It was, that was really nice. It was so nice, wasn't it? Wasn't it to yeah. be able to see each other? It was. It was. Um... Becky, four miles away. Four, four miles, four hours away. How? No, Becky. You might come, Becky. I've got I'm a consent that you want to talk. Or you're dying to talk. Come on. <laughs> well, I made it home anyway. I made it home. And I'm actually bringing my mum to the next one. Yeah. November. But um, I think it'll probably be the December one because I think the I think the November one's booked, isn't it? So yeah, I'm bringing my mum along to the next one. Yeah, there's I think I'm gonna have to do something with the November one, to be honest, because we're not even in November yet. I know. So I think um I think I need to start looking at alternative spaces. Yeah. Um I'll be bringing a minibus soon with everyone. Like, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, the November's not full yet. But, oh, it's um, not. Oh, okay. No, no, it's not. Um, to be honest, I don't even know how many places are left on that one. Um, but I know it's not full. I know. Okay. Yeah, and I know it's. I know it's definitely half gone because it was half gone last time. And we okay. checked. Oh, clear. I've got bad FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where no. are you, Claire? I know. Where are you, Claire? I'm here. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm just waiting for um, the kids to go to bed. <laughs> um. Yeah. Bad FOMO. Listening to all you's having such a good time. <laughs> Where were you, Claire? Oh, well, <laughs> I was hungover. <gasps> Thanks. I know. So truthful, Claire. Least you're honest. It was it was fault. It was Sarah's fault. Yes, yeah, she's on here tonight. So we went <laughs> to Bongo Bingo. <laughs> and I just knew I wasn't going to make it on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well, it seems to say as if then that's like acceptable. But, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? I'd be like, what? Chosen to go and like, myself on Sunday's wrong with you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I even messaged Alex and I was like, oh, was it good? Hoping she was going to say no. You never even replied to my answer, Claire. What? You never even replied to my answer. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, because I'm one reply because I have bad phone. That's No, we do. I can't. St- I'm not joking. I can't stand it. Oh. Can't stand it. It's like, that. it's like that with the phone, was it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I did. I Liz, I haven't even watched your, your stories. Oh. <laughs> God, I like that. <laughs> no, but everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> definitely, everything definitely does. But um, oh, yeah, I hope um I hope we see everyone there at the next one. Um and uh, yeah, we think we're gonna look for some alternative space. There is still spaces left now, but it's not even November yet. So I think uh we're probably gonna need to look for it was really it's, hot it, it was hot yeah and it was tight as well wasn't it we were literally at like full capacity it was tight, but it was just a bit like oh yeah it was there was hot yoga in it before us and the aircon had been on and, and i mean for me i had to take my bra off and then i want all the pictures you haven't seen your boobs <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was like but i had to though because my back was ringing 
you know, when I was putting all the mats out, I was like, I'm going to have to take this off. And then forgot then that, like, we'd be taking pictures and I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sent me a message. Is it cold in there, love? Oh, I'm judge me don't judge me but it was just it was it was just an incredible day I had the best day with everyone um yeah it was magic magic um that, that oh, was I need to... no oh my god that's the last meditation Alex you've done the right you just got up and was like yes <laughs> <laughs> don't know where that came from you know don't know where that came from some spirit inside of me. You what? Is it my internet or yours? Mine? What was that? Sorry, the last meditation. Yeah, the last one. The um, like the it was like a little speech, weren't it? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like you know when you have these, you oh, I can't remember the name of any of them, but like Joe Dispenser or like someone, and they've got everyone in like a trance. And then whatever comes to you from spirit or whatever, like <laughs> it just rains down. So it was like, what it was like. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. Boss, though. Boss. Yeah. I you know, know what you I, wouldn't have thought. Oh. Go on. No, I was going to say, I, I saw, you know, the way like you kept on saying see yourself, like before you got into it, I saw myself at different ages. Yeah. Oh my God. At where like I, I need, where I needed, did you, you know, like where I needed. To be seen, sort of thing. It was mad. I did. Oh, I did. fucking she's all yeah, over. Yeah, I did. Oh. I did. And then it oh, stopped wow. when I had like the the biggest trauma, like that age. That's where like I was with <coughs> mad. Yeah. It needed your attention then. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I was wow. going to say it didn't seem like it was your first one either, Liz. Like it felt like you you'd just done that. Like, yeah, you all yeah. you do that every every week. Like that's what I felt doing. like that. I did feel yeah. like that. Obviously, I've done loads online, I've yeah. done loads one to one. I just haven't I've done I've done lots of workshops and stuff like that, but yeah. not um not in that setting where mm-hmm. there's um sound bills and laying on the floor. I've always been like we're an itinerary and everyone's on a desk and we're all gonna work through these modules, you know, like structures. I've never just been like in flow but um I felt like when I was there I felt like I was exactly where I was meant to be and I come home last night and I was like I just love that so much (laughs) yeah come home yeah but um loved it loved it I pressed our magic button and just a quick journal as well Liz I think that's the thing I've struggled to like yeah do really but because you were going yesterday whatever's come to you, you know, make a note of it, or, like, they, it got me in the the process of it a bit more, do you know what I mean? So I think I will definitely take that forward a lot more, the journaling. Oh, I was doing good. It there. Yeah. Yeah, because so much comes to us if we don't write it down. That's how we, we get what we need, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's so right you're saying about, like, that's what you'd say to somebody, but you don't want to be speaking to someone, you want to be speaking to yourself to get it all mm-hmm. out. It's yeah, so yeah. True. It's like having yeah. a conversation with yourself, isn't it, on a piece of paper? Yeah, yeah. Where you don't feel judged or you don't, you it, you just, it's just your, you work and stuff out, isn't it? Like yeah. You, you need, yeah. Yeah, giving yourself your own validation, but also working through your thoughts. So we get so many different thoughts, don't we? It's, it's just getting clarity and all the stuff that's in our heads, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Right, Laurie, I've pressed that magic button. Laurie's here, everyone. Where is she? Where Hi, is she Laurie. There? I missed yeah. you all. Hi, Laurie, was... how are you feeling? I have the most to go now. <laughs> oh, I'm loads better today, uh -huh. thanks, Helen. I missed you all now, so sorry. Oh. I will be in the next one. Yeah. You and Claire are FOMO together. <laughs> You'll be at the next one. She's, um, <clears throat> yeah, you were really, really ill, wasn't you? Yeah. Really ill. Hmm. Lindsay, I've just um, tested that the checkout, you know, for the self-love Sunday. And yeah. when you tick the box, it doesn't tick it. Like give you a tick, which oh, is weird. Right. But if you scroll up, it does add it. I don't know why, and I will get that. I sorted. didn't want to go to the checkout in case it's in case it wasn't going to add it on, and then I was like, be, I wanted to add it on. Yeah, no, I just I was like, it's there, but it's not ticking. But it doesn't. It does When you press it, it doesn't look like it ticks. Does it? Nothing no. happens. No. Okay. So sorry. I will it's... fix that, but you can book her. So in the meantime, that is just. Can you book more than one ticket on it? Like at the same time, because it was not an option to like add it to two, or do you have to do them separate? No, you can't at the moment. But I'm, I might actually, I'll, I'll make that edit. That's a good point. Yeah. Look at us, Making adjustments. Thanks so much, Lindsay, for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you'll be like, no, but in five minutes you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, will fix I know it. I couldn't come. I couldn't come yesterday, and I was watching it like when I got in in the evening on the stories, like oh. Um, but I definitely, definitely want to come to the November one because I can make that one. Good, good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Can't wait. Right, I've pressed that button, Laurie. Whenever you want to share our um. Everyone I'm else just... is like, you shut up talking about self love Sundays and get on with it. <laughs> I forgot to share the screen and I was just sitting here looking at it myself. Sorry. Right. Okay. Just there's quite a lot of wording in this list. So if you want me to say stuff, just just say Laurie, you read this. Okay. <clears throat> Relieving our own anxieties for inner peace. Uh learn how to begin putting a stop to anxious thoughts and break free from unnecessary worries. Self-awareness skills to master our own inner peace. Anxiety is a fear of the unknown, an impending sense of uncertainty or a stress response to a perceived threat in the future. <clears throat> so a lot of the time what anxiety can be, it can be... Um, of us attaching a past thought to a future outcome. And that's where the, the sense of like worry comes from. So a lot of the time it can just be us going, what am I thinking that this is? Now logically, what is it? And there's that sense of it can be completely different. And you can actually look at the scenario as like, hang on a minute, that I've just made that whole scenario up in my head of through emotion of what that outcome could be and logically it's this um our brain and body are often caught up in sensations and feelings of tension or apprehension that keeps our mind locked into a cycle of excessive worry anticipation and panic if we want to take the fear out of the unknown we must focus our attention 
to the known. So creating the understanding of exactly like what it is and bring ourselves back into the present. <clears throat> Sorry, close to ripping here today. <clears throat> About anxiety. Anxiety is a normal response to stress and is experienced by us all at some point in our lives. In its milder form, anxiety can energize and motivate us. Anxiety as well, um, when we feel like the type of nerves, it's also the exact same emotion as excitement as well. So if we ever feel any type of nerves, we can always basically make the decision that it's excitement because it's ultimately the same feeling that we experience in our body. <laughs> in its more extreme form, anxiety prepares us for action the fight or flight response. Anxiety becomes problematic for us when it is too intense, persistent, or interferes with our day-to-day -day life. What happens to our brain when we are anxious? Lord, you're gonna have to read for me, it's too small. The amygdala is responsible for initiating the fight or flight response. Two circuits feed into it, one that enhances its activity and one that dampens it. In people with anxiety disorders, the normal workings of these circuits are disturbed and the amygdala is hyperactive. So we have the prefrontal cortex, which is the center for rational and logical thought. It is involved in laying down new memories and tempering learned fear responses. That's the part of us that tempers the anxiety. <clears throat> and then the prefrontal and anterior cingulate cortex amplifies negative information in your surroundings and makes you pay attention to it. So that's what enhances our anxiety. The amygdala is where emotional memories and our learned reactions to them are stored. When active, it triggers the release of hormones responsible for the fight or flight response. Sorry, I'm trying to get this brain open to show you, but it's jammed. So was... Sorry. <clears throat> so let's get awareness around ourselves and our thoughts, examine and explore our anxiety here. Do you worry about the possibility of negative events? Do you hide your anxiety or do you speak up about it? Do you welcome your anxiety and embrace what they are trying to tell you? Can you move forward with your anxieties? Or are they debilitating? Let it all out. So just be dead honest now. Just be dead open and dead honest and there'll be different senses um, different extremes of anxiety and different scenarios and different situations, but we'll move into that. So just look at it as like a, an average. Liz, yeah. is being overwhelmed the same thing as anxiety? Yeah. Because sometimes I can feel like dead overwhelmed, like if I've got loads to do and I've got to be out for a certain time and like loads of things on the run up. I think yeah, like so a sense of worry. More like more like a panic, like an overwhelming, like there's like a rush of oh my god, I've got too much to do and I'm not gonna get it done in time. That's anxiety, and, yeah. Is it yeah? Anything that's forward is anxiety. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there'll, there'll be an outcome that you're worried about. So like if that doesn't happen, then that'll happen. And then you're basically flicking through all the possible outcomes that could be in the future. Always time. I'm not thinking I'm going to be late for things. It doesn't really matter. doesn't really matter, yeah. It doesn't, does it? No, not really. <laughs> well, I want to just say that out loud now. Yeah. It doesn't really matter anymore. We're going to be like that on our face. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Does anyone want to share anything? I'll do it. No one else will do it. Hey! <laughs> I, was, I was eating my dinner before, sorry. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Um, so for man, um, I do, I've noticed that I do worry a little bit more. And because I haven't got the resilience to kind of bounce over it. It kind of, because I've gone quite low at the end, I found that it kind of really kicks off when I, I feel negative towards something that I'm going to do. It's like sometimes so stupid, like when you're going out with your mates, but it's the excitement, like you said, but it's also anxiety. And I get one of my best mates I just go to, are you anxious? And she's like, yeah. And it's, so I do speak up about it as much as I can because then it's acceptance then. And it's te- oh, my, I'm, I'm telling my body that I've got it. So it doesn't overrule me. So yeah. sometimes when you're accepting of it, it helps, doesn't it? Yeah, um, what do you mean about resilience? Oh, so my resilience is just low at the minute. That's something I'm trying to work on quite a lot because I feel like I can't... I, I, I lost my resilience when I couldn't get on the plane because I couldn't control my anxiety, basically. So my resilience went that low that I just couldn't bounce from it. I couldn't overcome it because normally... I'd sit on the plane and I'd have remedy spray and I'd never like it, but my resilience would be higher to get over it. Yeah. And I think because I've just been that worn down that my resilience is quite low. So now I'm having to fight back up to get to understand. Yeah, I feel anxiety, but I'm fine. I can do it instead of having that doubt kicking in. What are you doing to build your resilience? Uh, therapy. Yeah. 
the um, have you have you heard of EMDR? No, you know. Right. So this is where the brain thinks. You know, when you said about the trauma. So when I've had the trauma of the plane, it's it's locked into the front of my head. Yeah. And when I think about it and talk about it quite deep, it kicks off anxiety, panic mode. So with the therapist, I have to go into that um place again. So it's two fingers, believe it or not. And they make you follow the fingers. So what it does, it takes the um, trauma from the front of the brain and puts it through as a past tense. So you lose the connection to the Say event. EFT or EFT? EMDR. Oh, EMDR. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting that done at the minute because obviously I know it can't, it's only certain okay. forms. But anyway, yeah, yeah. everyday life. Um, um, I'm kind of, I'm, 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 I'm so yeah, it's just, yeah, like, it's just like, like, like on a plane and getting back through the tunnel because they're, they're quite big traumas for me at the minute. Uh, but like, oh God, so I went for a walk with the dog today and I have these scenarios because I watch too many serial killer programmes, but I know it's anxiety because my brain's going over and because I'm feeling dead wilderness with the dog. And I'm, I'm like, oh my, but I know that's normal anxiety, but it's like, like, like. Stop <laughs> watching them then. I know, I can't help, because I love the way the mind works. Psychological um, thrillers. Oh, I love anything. I love, like, the weird. Like, I'm in the park with the dog, la-da-da, someone's going to jump out of there now in a bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think someone could be living in the woods, and they could be watching me, and I don't know where they are, but they know the woods like the back of their hands, and I'm just, like, walking through, like, stopping out <laughs> with the dog, like, no, no, no. Okay, so, um... Yeah, it's a film, it's a film, it's a film. Yeah. You know what? I, I feel I feel the best when I get back in my car and I think I, I'm sound now. I'm, I'm, I'm not safe. dead. Yeah. I woke the dog and I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I do welcome it and I, I'm dead open about it. And I'll just say I'm just feel dead anxious. But when I feel anxious, I open up the bottom of my diaphragm, the breathing, to know yeah. get my breath, so I don't go into a, a panic state. Yeah. Um, and then moving forward, yeah, I do. That's why I'm trying. I'm doing. I do your course. I get therapy. I walk the dog, I exercise, I'm very conscious of what I eat and do, because I just think, I know it's not, I know in life we do have up and down days and that's acceptable. Yes, normal. Yeah, dominate and when when you get that negative feeling of that anxiety, it's not letting it overtake your day, it's just taking them couple of breaths. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, I think. Do you normally know what you're anxious about? It's my ex that stimulates a lot for me and that's what I'm. I'm cutting them off quite a lot. Um, but it's just, it's all past tense in my head. That's why I'm trying to go to therapy for a lot of it, to be honest. So um, is it is it like the past with a future outcome? Like, is it something that you're worried about moving forward? I think, you know what worries me is getting on a plane again. It's just fe- it's just knowing that I can get on the plane. I'm not going to have a, fucking, a big explosion in my head. That's, yeah. it's not him. It's more the things that I let myself get a fear about is getting off, is not bored that plane. You're just knowing that you can control it. Yeah, like I had a dream and it was mad because I had, I had a, me earphones on and my therapist was talking me through because she does help anxiety do it flying as well. Because man's death anxiety, that's what I've come to realise. So, um, it's, which is quite good, like, in a way, some kind of learn them a little bit more. And um, so I can be quite open. It's like, because of what I've gone through lately, I'm not, I don't want to die. That's how I feel. And I feel like when I'm put into a situation of out of my control, like a plane, sometimes driving on the motorway, which I'm dead confident to do, and I don't stop it. Like the tunnel, 
like my inappropriate force of the tunnel is a suicide bomber putting a bomb off and so it's like it's more the fear that I've let get control of them what's kind of really upset me more because they were never a fear but since support and trauma traumatized me that the fears have got bigger than them like I've let them get bigger yes it's not really the flight that's the problem the plane is it then Bang. yeah it's death yeah it's death death anxiety yeah that's what I'm trying to be working on at the minute yeah well you're on it aren't you Sorry, a bit more was for everybody, but I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be dead. Yeah. <laughs> the worst one ever, man. I fucking hell, man. I thought that bad now. But yeah, my man out. Sound. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing. Well, that is a lot of thank you. But the EDMR, is it EDMR or EMDR? That really does work because my daughter had that. She was in, you know, the Manchester bombing. Oh, yeah. Um, and she was very, very traumatised by it. She couldn't leave the house and all this kind of stuff. And um, basically, I mean, I was on suicide watch. So she thought life wasn't worth living anymore. And that therapy just like, because it's basically, it's like what you say, Liz, you, you're not living it. Like it's, it happened, you know, it happened, you know, 30 miles down the motorway in Manchester. You're living it as though it, you're happy. The feelings you're going through as though it's happening right there like in a bedroom and it's basically be, be what that therapy does it changes it into a past memory rather than you reliving it all the time yeah. and Put the therapist said to me they don't even really know how it works it's all to do with the way yeah. you do your eyes eye movement. eye movement but it does work and I can say it does work because like Brilliant. she's just a completely different girl now so confident amazing wow you won't be scared dying anymore I'm gonna come and get on your trip. So like, come on, Liz. Come on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Right, we'll go on to the next question. Types of anxiety, social anxiety, agoraphobia, past traumatic stress disorder, panic attacks, generalized anxiety, obsessive of compulsive behavior and specific phobias there's so many different types <clears throat> okay god that's too small for me okay common symptoms of anxiety physical uh trembling muscle tension shortness of breath accelerated heart rate heart palpitations, sweating, cold clammy hands, dizziness, dry mouth, easily startled, fatigue, frequent urination, trouble, um, sorry, trouble swallowing, reduced appetite, nausea, diarrhea, headaches, numbness or tingling in hands or feet, insomnia, nightmares, muscle tension or pain, um, it can also show up behavioural as avoidance, disturbed sleep, procrastination, increased alcohol and caffeine use, distractibility, restlessness, social withdrawal and isolation, agoraphobia, irritability, inability to meet responsibilities, cognitive as repetitive thoughts, negative self-talk, disorientation, persistent worries, Difficulty in concentrating, uncontrollable or obsessive thoughts, anticipating the worst outcomes, irrational fears or dread, 
feeling as though one is going crazy and mind often going blank. And the last one is psychosocial symptoms, such as feeling helpless, feelings of panic, fear and uneasiness, mood swings, feeling worthless, hopelessness and despair, feeling in danger, flashbacks, feelings of dissociation. I just thought it was important to show that there are many different ways, aren't there, Liz, of symptoms of anxiety can show up. And I think some of those things you can think might be like an illness, but it also could be your anxiety creeping in as well, couldn't it? Mm, definitely. Evaluate your own anxiety symptoms now. Is there a significant amount of symptoms that you can identify in your life or is your anxiety risk low? What did yours ever show up as, as your symptoms? Anxiety? Yeah. Um, mine was more like a, a panic of a... It was like an extreme panic. Like something was going to happen. Didn't know what it was. And I could ne I'd never, ever know what it was. But it was always a feeling of like something was going to happen and um i um i resolved that by um journaling that was um like moving through the emotional minds into the logic minds and finding out of what i was thinking was real or if i was making it up most of the time i was making it up Yeah. Mm. It's amazing, isn't it, how powerful anxiety is and how mm. much it, like what it does to us. Mm. Stopping a lot of people doing a lot of things. Not good. Nori, could you just go back to that previous slide, please? Ah. Uh, um, I will get it up for you oh, now, you roughly to say No, no, don't worry. Maybe we should have them in the in the picture file or something, because we can... Oh, you've got them, yeah. Because once we can't, we can't get back, can we? There we go. You're already ready. And you've not been well. <laughs> Do you know, I knew because there's so much, and I knew I should have said before I started reading it, like, try and think <laughs> which ones of these are yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'm not going to lie, I, I would What were you going to say, Becky, sorry? I was, just, I was just saying, I did start writing down which I thought that I, I've had and had, but I really like this week's, to be honest, because everything that I go through, I always think, why? Why is this happening to me? And I'm trying to dig deep to find out what's going on. But I think this, this makes a lot of sense to me. I've, I think I've been in physical a lot. I don't think I have that anymore. I think I'm probably more... Uh, Probably the second one, I think. I don't think I have the bottom one. Yeah, it's it's good to know where I'm at. It, it sort of makes sense of what I'm going through. Everything does. It's uh, I really like this one. I like this week. Yay. <laughs> so important to know the why, isn't it? Like, yeah. I'm I want to know. 
Oh, I know why everything. <laughs> but why? But I'm like a little kid. I'm like, why? But why is that happening? But why? I just want to yeah. know why. Why is the sky blue? Why? <laughs> oh, God. I think I could have probably in the past ticked all of them. Yeah. At some points, it's like different anxieties show up for showed up for me in different forms depending on what it is I'm anxious about does that make sense is that even a thing yeah 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 no, I get that I find that when I um like my addiction my addiction was work so if I have uh, I have loads of different coping mechanisms that make sure that I don't go back into that pattern but I find that when I fell back into it and I feel like I'm going, am I going back this way? I, I go into isolation. And that's my behavioural anxiety then. Mm. So I'm like, yeah. I know, I know if I'm, if I'm moving back that way, if I start getting them symptoms, because I know that they're the symptoms that I get when... I'm like that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, as I feel a symptom coming on, it, it, it that's my sort of like reminder that now you're going back there. Yeah. That's yeah. Where symptoms from. And that's how you stop the cycle. You're like, oh, yeah. I know what that is. No, yeah. not today. Yeah, I know what that is. And as much as I'll still go into the behavioral anxiety symptom, as much as I'll still do it, I'll be aware of how I got there. And then I'll come out of it then without that. Whereas if I didn't know what the symptoms was, I'd just carry on going deeper and deeper and deeper and I'd, I'd, I'd be back. That's why this is so important to know what it is that's taking you. Yeah. See, I feel like sometimes I get um, all the, the symptoms, but I don't know why. It's like, just, it just happens over the year. Like, you'll get anxiety, but you're not too sure what the anxiety is for. Yeah, I feel fine, but then it's getting, like, all, like, um, I get, like, the thing in my throat, where I feel like, you know, like, the, the strings in your neck. Yeah. Get tight, and, like, um, like, something stuck in my throat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, like... I don't even know why I'm feeling like this. And then I start, then I probably start thinking about stuff. <laughs> and then panic then. And then everything's just like, ah! It'd be really good for you to try and, um, rather than like go into like, what, sit with it and like, let it, let it come and get away and see your surroundings where you are. Because mm -hmm. this can be triggered from a smell. Yeah. Literally. Like, mm -hmm. anything. I had um, a time where I used to get triggered by a green daisy. Oh, wow. But I never knew that this green daisy was doing it. Mm. I never ever knew until I went and um, I went and got like EFT and I got took back to a, a time in my life, just like 20 years before, where I had green daisies on my shoes. And mm. it was a very stressful situation when I was little and I was running away. And I never even remembered them green daisy shoes. But I had green daisies in my kitchen. Mm. And I used to get triggered by them daisies every day. I didn't even know. Oh, my God. 
it was, was only say what you say yeah EFT so it was it was tapping and I was going back through my subconscious and reliving the memory reliving the, the moment and like going back like what we do in our visualizations basically that so Liz do you mind me asking um you know did you remove the daisies or did you deal with the daisies and go that's why no I lashed them yeah, got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think then okay. as well, this was like um, this was 15 years ago. Mm. Yeah, that's when I went, that's when that was happening. But I was aware of it then, and I think that's the thing, it's going right. I feel like this, and I'm owning that I feel like this. So mm. <laughs> is that you know, the emotional freedom technique that yeah. Yeah, it's like, right. um, yeah, it's like I went back and relived a time. And that was helpful because I didn't know what the time was. A lot of the times we do know what the time is. So that's mm -hmm. helpful. But when we don't know what it is, like if I wouldn't have had awareness around myself then, I wouldn't have known it was them daisies. I would have thought maybe it was someone I was with or the day of the week yeah. or job. You yeah. know, that's what we do. We pass it on, don't we? It's that, it's that, it's that, it's that. That. that's what i find hard to do is pinpoint there's so many things it's like oh we're yeah. soft <laughs> yeah. what yeah, even is it that's a, that's a, that sounds good though the uh, is, is it like a form of um, hypnosis yeah it is, it? is yeah. yeah okay i might look into yeah. that myself do you do it no no oh. i don't do it, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah i'd um yeah I, do you know what i actually um I actually loved. I actually loved going through the experience like myself because I, I got to. Mm, I got so you recommend it? Yeah, I am. Um, I closed off the memories because they were obviously a painful time, and I think that's what we do, and that's why I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, them shoes!" And then you remember them. Oh, you're welcome. Sorry, the mic. There's just like. A, an over thing with the cast of the voice. Can everyone hear me okay? Yeah, sorry, I was just trying to ask you, where do you go and get that, that stuff done? Do you know what? I wouldn't know now. Um, the guy's name was um, Brian McCready. Yeah. And um, that was that was a long time ago, but I know he, um, around that time then he started working with sports people and um, finding their... Um, the winning their winning memories when they when they've won and helping them to be able to anchor them and lock the memory in so when they were mm -hmm. going into a game that they could remember the win feeling which is like the visualizations that we do yeah we could take themselves back then to that specific memory but so he's probably probably in sports now you know what people change though don't they here's me telling you what brian's doing 15 <laughs> But he was good at it, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that he will still be doing that sports thing. But yeah, his name is Brian McCready. Brilliant man. Mm. I had it for, for managing chocolate because um, I was completely addicted to chocolate. And um, I had a, a EFT for that. And um, after I had it, I didn't eat chocolate. I couldn't eat chocolate because... The associated something I really hate. So, like, you know, like a, a lump of lard yeah. every time be transferred. Basically, the, the like, so when I went to smell chocolate, I didn't smell chocolate, I smelled like raw lard. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't want to eat that, would you? Don't ever do that to me. I love it. <laughs> so, 
And it lasted, it lasted until I went on holiday a year after that and I was in a different country and I had a piece of chocolate cake and it didn't, didn't, I wanted it. I didn't go, I wanted it and I ate it. And I don't know what it was that broke the chain, but then after that, I started eating chocolate again. <laughs> so it lasted for like 12 months. And like people be like, but you love chocolate. I went, no, I can't, I'll be sick. And <gasps> it's just, it's weird how you can completely reprogram your mind, isn't it? Yeah. There's literally nothing that we can't do. Nothing. No. And I think a lot of us feel stuck with the things that we've got going on. And there's so much, isn't there? So much we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a crazy one, Liz. Uh, mine was cheese sandwiches. So um, I had quite a bad, a really bad eating disorder. And uh, my, my daughter's recently started school and I was making her cheese sandwiches every day for her lunch. And I didn't really like, look, everything started coming back to me. I was thinking, why, why, why am I feeling what I'm feeling like I, I don't have that in my life anymore and then I literally thought what's changed something must have changed and it was literally the cheese sandwich used to trigger me years ago and I was making it for my daughter every day so now I sort of I still do it I've just sort of I think you said in one of the previous calls like make a new memory of the trauma mm -hmm. so like I made a new memory with my, like you know my daughter's sandwich is not my it's not my trigger anymore it's it's what she has for lunch every day so, narrative yeah I just sort of realized what it was and then just let that go now this is you know cheese sandwiches what what I do every morning as a mom it's not what defines me of having an eating disorder it's just crazy what you can do to reprogram yourself I just yeah wow well done Becky that's that is like super incredible like changing the narrative on something is powerful you're not hiding from it Whereas yeah. with me, <clears throat> I didn't know this. Then there was no way on this earth that I could have kept them daisies there. So the fact yeah. that you've been able to carry on making cheese sandwiches every day. I know, I feel so proud. I'm like, no, you should be so proud of cheese sandwiches. Yeah, it's changing the narrative. And um, I've done that with countries. Yeah. You know, certain places I've went and I've had bad experiences. Like, rather than go, oh, no, I'm, like, that's it. I've went back to the country and, like, made a, a new memory. So it's, yeah. it's powerful, isn't it, what it can do? Yeah, it is. And I did, it's just so crazy that you wouldn't think how much, how a cheese sandwich made me feel. I didn't realise it was the sandwich, but I just started getting all these feelings, like I wanted to go back. Because with an eating disorder, I've, it, obviously it's a lot about control. Um, and I felt like I was losing control. And I was thinking, well, I'm not I'm in a good place, so I don't know why I'm losing control. But it was because I was making cheese sandwiches, and it was putting me back in a dark place. And it's it's mind blowing when you sort of really think about it. It's crazy. And this is happening to everybody every day. I know. Uh, and they've got no idea what these like triggers yeah. and stuff are. It's so yeah, it's so important, isn't it? But this is this is why this self awareness is good yeah. because if we don't get get this awareness about us. We we can't mm -hmm. pinpoint anything. Yeah, so I drive myself insane. I'm just like, what is it? What's changed? Okay, so what's changed in my routine that can possibly make me feel like this? She's like, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm like, it's going to be the cheese sandwich. And then I'm like, oh my God, it's the cheese sandwich. I know what it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, well done for that. Well Thank done. You. Amazing. So, yeah um anxiety symptoms and their identity we've done this one yeah 
Yeah. Oh, Lori, come on. <laughs> I knew you'd go mad. Hang on. <laughs> Anxious thinking maintains our anxiety. How we think has a significant impact on how we deal with it. Explore here any anxious thinking that you are aware that you do. Do you jump to conclusions? Do you mind read deciding negative conclusions others have made about you without them saying a word? Do you catastrophize? Assuming extreme and horrible consequences of events? Do you reject the positives? For example, say, yes, he did talk to me at the party, but it wasn't until the end. Do you negatively mental filter, focusing on the negative detail and dwelling on it? Do you motivate yourself in a negative manner by telling yourself what you should be doing rather than supporting yourself? Explore it all here. So start thinking about what anxious thoughts you have. How does it manifest itself in your life? That was one big question. <laughs> Sorry? I'm definitely guilty of mind reading. <laughs> like, people think that. They haven't even said anything. <laughs> What we think others thinking is what we're thinking. Yeah. Do you ever do any of them? Yeah. Let me see. I've said yeah, and because I, I know that I will. <clears throat> I jump to conclusions. My issue has been with controlling the past. That's something that I've worked super hard on over the past two years to relinquish all control. Um, and that's why when I went traveling, I didn't make a plan. I just went from country to country and not knowing where I was going. That was part of me working through, like, making sure my control was gone. Um, so, yeah, the jump to conclusions one is something. Um, and I don't actually think it's bad to have any of these as long as you're aware of it. Awareness is everything. Yeah. I think that's the most important takeaway from this is like take it that's and why it. we're learning it. That's why we're learning it so that we can be. It's not no one's got none of this stuff. And unless you've got this stuff, like you're not like all of these things pop up and new things get labels put on them all the time, you know. It's just us gathering awareness around it and going, hang on, did I just jump to that conclusion then? Um yeah. I do not agree, but I don't decide negative outcomes. Sorry. Sorry. I remember speaking to you the other day about this, and you said, oh, I woke up with a pit in my stomach, and I had to journal and find out why. And I was like, what? You still get it? And you were like, yeah. Like, everyone will always get it, but you just deal with it, and it doesn't ruin your day. And I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do all of them but one, <laughs> Alex. Yeah, I think... Um... Yeah, it's having awareness, isn't it, around it? Like, see, the thing is, like most of my days, I used to I used to wake up years ago every day with anxiety, every single day. 
and I'd live in anxiety most of the day and I'd have it it was just a, a full-time thing really <laughs> um constant stress constant worry always thinking ahead I was in survival mode and <clears throat> obviously learning everything that that we're learning here and I'm practicing presence and understanding things um it's it's less often but it doesn't go because you, you you know what it is then do you know what I mean so don't think like that if you've if you've got some of this that it's a bad thing <clears throat> not having awareness around it is the bad thing yeah because it rules us then doesn't it mm-hmm. affects everything around us I thought the motivating yourself in a negative manner was quite an eye-opener for me it was like if you're like saying well you should be doing this right now to yourself you're already giving yourself anxiety about doing it in the future aren't you it's like does that make sense yeah yeah me too I've been known to keep myself awake all night with a knot in my stomach having horrible conversations with myself where I'm answering and assuming answers for the other person yeah definitely it's um the the journal's just the best thing ever for that because you can ask yourself about logic and emotion and ask yourself where, which one of them are you in and bring yourself back to the present moment. I get most of them, but I challenge myself and ask, is this true? That's it. That's the question. Is this true? Is this, is this happening? Is this real? Is this true? My one um, I'm where sat is the motivating myself in a negative way. Yeah. Yeah, that's me, definitely. That's what I do. It's like, it's like, you lazy cow. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? It's like, you should have done this. And you said you were going to do that. And then I have this, like, argument with myself. And then I'm, I get that you're just over-nurturing yourself again. Just get the fuck on and do it. And this... <laughs> no, it was like that walking around the house. And... <laughs> that's me. <laughs> In the minute, I'm more <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that balance of nature and discipline. Oh, God, if that was one thing that I could wish for the world to be born with, it would be that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because it's like, it, it, it almost like a pendulum, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it, it's it basically everything else lies on, on them two things. Mm. Everything. It's like, I, I believe that's like the root, 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 root for most of our problems. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So a half flush will just be like a symptom of the anxiety. So the best way to get control of anxiety is to get present. So when we've got anxiety, it, we're in the future. We're not actually living here. We're not here. Like, like depression is, we're living in the past. If anyone's ever down, it um, comes from past, whereas anxiety is always future. So no matter what the symptom may be, controlling the anxiety will will always help regardless you know of a symptom and we can control anxiety by practicing presence um even if it's just like um doing like 
a minute of deep breathing every three hours. Even if it's just practicing 15 seconds of staring at something every time an hour passes. Just practicing being here because most of the time we're not here. <laughs> we're never, we're not like here in this moment. We're always, you know, somewhere else. So definitely presence, presence, presence. Yeah, and I like outside. Sorry, sorry. Sorry? I was going to say, because I get, um, like, physical anxiety, I get, like, the hot flushes, and mm. I can feel, like, dizziness and tingling and everything, and I just go and get some fresh air. It sounds really, but if I can just stand outside and take loads of deep breaths and feel the fresh air, it just brings me back. Yeah, nature as well. Wow, magic. Walking, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I walk the dog, I always root for the leaves and play with them. Yeah. All the time. I could walk Stanley Park every day and I always grab the leaves and, and just, yeah, to keep me quite grounded. Yeah, it's just being in the moment, isn't it? Like, you could take the dog for a walk and be thinking about next week or oh, yeah. Cassie down the road or... Anything. about what goes on in my head <laughs> yeah so it, it's good to just be where you are isn't it at that moment that's what I do with the ducks every morning I'm oh like, I love right. that oh I love oh yeah cute trying to chase the bloody ducks so that's the problem like, I like <laughs> I like we were walking around Carmel Dam and like oh I went flying over twice so the anxiety <laughs> goes up then and I've got a lovely graze on my knee like a kid and it's like I was like caught walking in the ambience and like my dog's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, it's meant to be calm. Oh. So it's not calm then because she's, I'm, and then I'm telling her off and then I feel bad because I'm telling her off but she's trying to get stuck and I want to relax and walk. And like, oh, <laughs> Maybe you should go for a walk with your inner child one day. I, yeah, I do. I go with one of my friends who, who, who go in, we're both in therapy. She's in different ther type of therapy to me but it's, I love going out with her. Because our co I learn loads from her as well, but our conversations are just so like this. And that's what I love. Yeah. Speaking to it all the time. It's not like, like we go quite deep into inner child and because she does a lot of journaling and she's learned me a little bit more, like obviously learning from you as well, like how your journaling's meant to understand your feelings and how to where they come from, isn't it? A lot. And I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, I went to the shop, bought two packs of crisps and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but now <laughs> But now it's like, it is, it's really going into, and it's, I love having her as a friend. Cause I, oh, like, that's so nice, you know, I wish that she could hear this right now. Oh, let's tell her Yeah. We met in the water group, the water community. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why it's like-minded, isn't it? You went to a place that's like-minded. Yeah, definitely, mm -hmm. that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and journaling can journaling can mean a thousand different things to a thousand different people as well. There's no right or wrong way. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 there's so many different techniques around journaling. Like for me, it's about deciding outcomes. As obviously anything that I talk about is things that I've personally went through. You know what I mean? So it's it's being able to like um bring ourselves back, isn't it, to the moment. And yeah. find answers as well. I think journaling's really good for. And obviously, you find answers through associating what your emotions are 
but that's one of the main things I love journaling for. It's it's finding answers, clarity. So much goes on, doesn't it, in our heads? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting it all out. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the next um, question. Oh my God, I can't believe that we've already been on for an hour. Where does the time go with us, honestly? Think carefully now about your anxiety and evaluate what other emotions are you feeling when you are in anxious situ situations or feeling the anxiety and ask yourself, what else am I feeling? Awareness around our environment is so important for creating our own inner peace. You could be like scared or worry or like what else do you feel? Or will you skip on to the next one? I'm just going to quickly run the toilet. Okay, question five. What do you believe could be causing your anxiety? It may be one thing or a combination of factors. Family or childhood experiences, stressful life events, heredity, biology, society and temperament or personality are all possible factors. Explore yours here. Getting to the primary driver or root source of our thoughts and emotions we are facing. And no longer repressing is a power move to cultivating self-awareness and inner strength and peace. Should I just try a little song at the end of that then? What did you say? Sorry. Should have been a little song at the end of that. Da -na 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 -na. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tips, Liz, for sort of tapping into where your anxiety sources from? 
Um, awareness is the main point of everything. Awareness, if we can gather awareness, and it depends where we're at and where our anxiety is surfacing. Like, if it's first thing of a morning, it will be different to being in um, an environment with people. It depends on, on where we're at, but it's awareness of our surroundings mainly. You know, if you grow up and your like parents like super anxious or something, can that like influence you? Yeah, it normally attaches onto what they're anxious about as well. And that's how come we end up with um conditioned fears. Yeah. Because they've gave us a belief around something. They've gave us a, a program, they've gave us a condition around specific things. Let's see. I find I find my anxiety rubs off on my kids. Yeah. Well, it's energy as well, isn't it? It's energy as well. Like if we're if we're calm and present, we tend to be able to, when we're strong in our own presence, we can cultivate the energy in our surroundings. And that goes both ways. That goes both ways. So it's really good to know that um, when we can pass our emotions on in that way, we can also pass them on in a positive way. And ultimately, we're the decider on being able to cultivate our own energy to be able to pass that on. When we're aware of it as well, like it's much less likely to influence the children, isn't it? Because we put a stop to it. Yeah, we change it we can change yeah. it and I think it's it's finding our own little things what brings us back to right okay this is what's going on this is how I feel how am I going to switch it it's hard to control and I'm trying to do what you said exposing him to going to the baths I don't know it might seem mad to come but I'm constantly terrified that they will get hurt so is this like um, swimming? So like for them to be scared of water? Lessons? This is such an interesting one. I can't wait to hear what you're going to say because I think all parents like take this on, don't you? Because you're responsible for someone else. Your fears really like run rife with things like this yeah I think it's important as well that we know that they're ours though yeah. and not theirs that's the biggest thing and to be aware of it I've had loads of breakdowns with the kids yeah it's there are fears and it's our responsibility to know that they're ours otherwise they become theirs yeah and as harsh as that sounds knowing our awareness of it we're able to remove ourselves from the situation. Like we we know what we're saying type of thing. Whereas a lot of people will have this, but won't be doing this work and won't know that they're passing it on. Won't have any awareness of how to even stop it. And then a, a passing a programming and condition on. So what you're doing there with taking the kids to bath is like the best thing that you could be doing. Because although you're feeling what you're feeling, it's you not letting them know yeah do you know what I mean because if yeah. you were feeling that then why would you be doing it and then they they'll get like a bit of a cognitive distance then 
well, maybe my mum doesn't think that because she wouldn't be doing this. And you'll see the little puzzle in the head. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it's you with your emotion and knowing that that's your emotion. Letting them see your working on it as well is important isn't it it's like right mummy is scared of this but look at what she's doing to like face this fear and then they start to learn that their fears won't control them either can't they like yeah there's so much look at that like that is a perfect example of of going teaching through fear you know knowing that it's okay to feel this way and this is what you do. That's teaching school, that's teaching tools and like coping mechanisms around things as well. Oh, what Alex wrote then? You've helped me once, Liz, with social anxiety when I was in Chester at the river and you told me to put my bubble up so that I was protected. It's now my favourite place to go. Now I can teach Faye as she hates the crowds too. This is amazing, and it's um, this protecting your energy. If um, if no one's done this before, and wrapping yourself in um, in sort of light, because I've always been an empath, and I had to find ways how to be able to be around other people, because um, I I take on emotion like really intensely. So no matter where I am, no matter who's feeling what, um, I I used to go into a space of where other people was and then I'd feel their emotion. And I used to think that that was mine. I didn't know that I could have someone else's emotion. I just thought everything was mine. So I just thought I was absolutely losing the plot because I could go into one place and then feel all this and then go to another place and feel all this. And then I learned to go, is this mine? Just that little question. Is, is this mine? And most of the time it's not ours. So using the protection bubble of what Alex has just spoke about helps us to be able to go into a space knowing that everything in this bubble is mine and everything outside of it can't touch me and can't hurt me and I've done a recording of protecting your energy on my app on the um, visualization section um, and I use that now every time I go outside and um, I ended up recording that when I was away and I didn't do it in my mind and I went to the airport and I ended up locking myself in the toilet I put a picture up on Instagram showing everyone I was in the toilet <laughs> I was like I'm about to just come in here in a minute <laughs> because I couldn't take the, the energy of all them people and I was like shit it's getting me again ah it's getting me they're all getting me <laughs> I, like, I didn't I didn't realize like I thought I was like past it I thought I'd like cultivated it and I was like I can feel it I can feel it but the good thing was I knew it wasn't mine and I think that's the important thing to know it's not ours and that's when I then made that recording and put it on the app because now it's a it's a practice now for me. I I just do that automatically before I go into large spaces because we should never ever wait to do things until something happens. This is like a preparation. This is all work that you know we can do to help ourselves. We don't have to get to that point. We can we can reclaim that power before we even step out. We can we can go out ready. We can we can have our armor on. 
rather than just mindlessly doing it and then things happen and then us having to backtrack and us having to get ourselves back. Um, wow, I needed to hear this. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, I take ownership for everyone. Yeah, no, please, no more. Aldi is a nightmare. <laughs> I listen to you recording a lot. I attract narcissists. No, this they sense my weakness. Yes, I need some armor. Yeah, put your armor on. I did this yesterday before Self Love Sunday. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, narcissists are like um a moth to a flame. So obviously, any any weakness or anything that we can have, um, it sense. And narcissists love nice people. They love nice people, love them because we feel bad for, you know, not, not given ultimately. Um, I, um, I have narcissistic, um, people in my family when I was little. So I, I had a narcissistic learned behavior that I thought that some of them behaviors were normal. So as I grow up, grew up, I, um, I was surrounded by a lot of narcissistic people and me being an empath was just like, that was just like a nightmare. I, before I've done my self-work, I was a people pleaser and wanted to make sure everyone was happy and ultimately you can never make an narcissist happy anyway. Um, and that's why I had that problems in family. And then I attracted the same as I grew up because I started to believe that that was normal. Well, I did believe, sorry, I believed it was normal. And it wasn't until I've done this work and understood that actually that was like a learned behavior. Someone showed me that that was re my reality. And from that point, I was able to, to change that. So um, the best thing for um, if narcissists are attracted to you is boundaries. Massive ones and reinforcement constant reinforcement a boundary is pointless if you're not going to reinforce it you've got to write down what the boundaries are write them all down and then you've got to reinforce it with power you've got to say what you mean calmly and quietly and keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it to reinforce your boundary it's like um like saying to the kids if you do that you're not getting any sweets and then giving them sweets then they'll just go well I'm going to get the sweets anyway so why I'm going to listen why I'm going to listen and that's exactly the same with the consequences and reinforcements from boundaries it's got to be a consequence the consequence is removal of your energy that's the consequence because no one's going to make you be anything you're not no one's going to make you dark. No one's going to make you be someone that you're not going to like. No one's going to turn you into something to protect yourself. The, the consequences of removal of you. No, they don't like boundaries. They actually hate boundaries. That was a mic drop moment, that, you know. What? What you were just saying then. I was like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah, it's sort of my way. I like to learn about it a lot, a lot in the past. It's um needs to be passionate this, Barry, the way you speak, and that's why I just went dead silent because you can tell you're dead passionate about yeah. that, that, that area. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Try me, you 
Vogue, come on. <laughs> I'm a narcissist worst nightmare now. <laughs> you used to love me, they hate me now. <laughs> but this is all our learning, isn't it? Of how we gathering our understandings and stuff um, around things. Oh, I love these diamonds of advice. Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. Narcissists don't need to like boundaries. Need a reminder of this. Yeah. We go off on one, don't we, gang? We go wherever we need to go. <laughs> um, okay, should we move on to our next question? Do you want me to read through this? I'd love <clears throat> to read through that. So, make a panic attack plan. Panic attacks are a sudden overwhelming feeling of acute and crippling anxiety. Why does this happen? Whether we feel genuinely endangered or not, our brain is sensing a nearby threat and is going into a fight or flight response, bringing a boost of adrenaline, producing the symptoms of a panic or anxiety attack. Our brain doesn't distinguish between what's real and what's imaginary. These symptoms can lead us to believe we are seriously ill and it feels very real to us in the moment. What can we do about it? In the moment, breathe, just breathe. Grounding ourselves with the five senses. What can we see right now? What can we hear, smell and taste? Feel something around us. Afterwards, we release the pressure. Whether it is meditation, listening to music or guided visualizations or going for a walk even, we can sorry, we can begin to relax our mind. Journaling gifts us the connection to ourselves to allow the emotions out, to face what we are feeling, understanding our triggers, knowing our symptoms and why the attack has happened will eliminate our future fears and the likelihood of it happening again. What does anyone say about that, Liz, before I move on? I think everything was said, you know. Yeah. Do you want me to carry on or do you, would you like to? Yeah, I can see it. So I'll read it. <laughs> like, yay. Yay. We can reduce stress and anxiety when we feel something, hear something, taste something, smell something or see something. It's basically just a focus. It's just a focus. Um get into the present moment where nothing else exists. When we are here right now at this present moment, if you if you hold your hand up here now and just look at your fingernails or the lines on your hand, the freckles, you're here and it, you, you're right here in this moment. Nothing else exists but this. And when we feel an anxiety, that's not where we are we're not we're not we're not here basically we're just not here and if we bring ourselves back here anxiety anxiety can't exist so it's master and presence ultimately and using these five senses like um alex said before she likes to go out to the fresh air and laura says she likes to go for a walk um it can be anything literally i like to focus on something so just staring at something for 60 seconds, being right there, seeing that thing in front of me for 60 seconds will ultimately bring us right back 
right back to presence. And it's really important because through doing this, we're activating different parts of our nervous system. And when we're in this anxiety, this state of anxiety, where we're in, where when we're in sympathetic nervous system, this is where we we reju- we are releasing more um, adrenaline within our brain. We're releasing more cortisol within our brain. And when we get to the states of toxic stress, this is where our body tends to be um, in high alert and on. And what it's doing is it's taking every bit of energy that you've got, every single bit of energy. And when it comes to getting ill or anything like that, there's no energy left uh, to fight for the immune with the immune system. And the immune system weakens. Most of our sicknesses come from stress. Most of them. And this is due to the nervous system and the hormones that we're releasing in our body. This is so important, not just for day to day, but for long term as well. Sorry, I've went off on one again. No, it's good. <laughs> I love it. Oh, getting in the present moment where nothing else exists. Um, if we are depressed, we are living in the past. If we are anxious, we live in the future. And if we are at peace, we are living in the now. Presence. When our mind, yeah. I, have to, I, I used to have to do this quite a bit with um, like the looked after kids who I used to work with and um, you know, even just having a conversation about what they wanted or about seeing the family or, and you, and it, cause I knew, I knew them well, being the social worker, seeing if they were gonna go into that fight or flight, we would have already spoke about like, um, bringing stuff into like, you know, I'd be sitting in their space in their room with like their blankets or they'd have a drink or um, have hold of a cushion or whichever and you used to have to bring them back to, you know, have, a, have some of your drink, like you're drinking, you drink, yeah, like you're okay. Like, yeah, you know, like bringing them back into the present moment. And I did have to do it with my daughter as well, because she like suffers really badly with anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just like dispelling them fears of like she'll she like gets really bad and you have to say like what are you and then when you bring her back to the now, what are you doing now? Um, because she is in the moment, like I, this just resonated with me a lot. And it's really, really powerful, isn't it? Because I think I after I say like a little mantra to myself in my head and then that brings me back to the presence if I feel myself panicking yeah yeah it is it's so helpful thanks so much for sharing that Helen I think like um it's so important to know like what that does that is fucking powerful yeah it does so you're not you're not here if you start to think of all them things like the worst thing could be happening in your life but it's not happening in your present moments. It never is, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like pain, pain doesn't make the impact of what that pain will be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dealing with it now, you're not. You're here. You're not dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But your worries about the. Your worries about like the, the, the future of that pain, aren't you? Know what that would mean for you, or what you can't live without like if I think about me mom or your worries about all the the consequences of the thing that's making you anxious yeah. not you now because you're here yeah you're here drinking, yeah sitting on your couch <laughs> like yeah yeah it's like our mind is like 
all the stress and the worry will be about like that bill that's due next month or that thing that you were gonna you know what I mean? it's never like here but sometimes I do think though it takes a lot to remember this when you're in that place oh, because when everything. you're in that place you're gone aren't you so yeah Take you've got to like be aware to bring yourself back but you've gone by the presence and the journaling and just this is what I'm saying about practicing this not just when you need it yeah and interrupting yeah your thought process when then you become more aware of it don't you and start to like um interrupt it more quick more quickly before it takes a hold of you that's what I've found yeah yeah definitely it's um this is this is something that we should practice not just when we need it it's it's just like this is just in my routine yeah i'm just yeah. gonna yeah for 60 seconds it's just 60 seconds <laughs> you know i think a lot of us feel our oh, presence and stuff is i'm gonna have to sit here and arm for an hour and meditate it's not the case like it, um this presence is cutting. it's coloring in you know it's it, it there's so many ways to practice focus and presence isn't there so many Mm. okay make your anxiety relief plan here what changes can you implement into your life that will ease your anxiety what new hobbies can you begin what lifestyle changes can you make what can you do for you think of your senses here Liz, this is where I feel like I struggle on this a little bit. Okay. Because it's like I do Wim Hof breathing every morning. I do my journaling. I do um, I, I do my therapy work that my therapist has given me. And it's like I walk the dog every day. I have cold showers. So I do them for the two minutes to get that, that feeling, good feeling going on. I listen to a good song to get me in the mood. Um. And it's like the depth the, of the, the deep breathing defo calms anxiety down. So I've noticed my heart rate doesn't shoot up so much a lot anymore. And I, I don't know. I think I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what else. Like, I don't want to be on drugs. So that's why I'm adamant to try everything else that I can do because I don't want to be on drugs. But sometimes I can just feel a flaring. And I think it just stems from my ex there a lot. And I think. Just knowing he's breathing fucking gives me anxiety. And it's like, it's just, I love you. Know. I love you. <laughs> just knowing he's walking this planet. It is. It's just knowing he's breathing. And it's like, I, I feel like I wasn't like all this before this all triggered off with him. And I'm thinking because, because I support him in, a, in an everyday way of life, every day is just anxiety for me without even him being in it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I support, like, I lived with them and, and I don't know, I can't. I'm trying to, like, because it's like, why am I feeling anxious? Have you got pain around the relationship? Yeah, but a lot of pain. Yeah. So maybe it's that then. Maybe yeah. it's the pain that, that's... Uh, maybe it's not so much practice in the presence. Maybe it's more about letting go. Maybe it's more about a different perspective and a different understanding of him as a human being. I know you're not going to like it, but... I'm going to just say a little challenge. Okay. <laughs> Write him a love letter. Oh, I've wrote him three. <laughs> what? 
no one's all right then it gets a bit abusive so that's why I haven't been, <laughs> because I, I, that's what I did we had like a really big a, a major like fallout the other month and I didn't want to see him so I wrote him a letter explaining everything I thought I might never give him it but I've written a letter explaining a lot out and um, it's like I put him into the archive file in my WhatsApp so I don't ever get a notification if he messages me. And it was like the other, the other day, I did exactly what you said, my energy. I was taking the dog to my mum's and um, he pulled out in his car in front of me. And it's the way he pulled. So I beeped because obviously I could have gone into him, but I didn't realise it was him until he went off. And I was thinking, he's got depression, you see, and stuff. So he's got like really bad mental health problems at the minute. And um, I was thinking, what the fuck's he doing out? Where's he going? So my brain then is going, he should be in the house. He's got no money. And all day I got sucked up into this scenario. And oh, it does sound a bit cranky, but there's reasons no, why. But you're not responsible for him though. And I, I know, but I don't know, I know that, but it was I was wanting to know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, but I, why? I, I don't know. That's what I've been trying to ask myself. Why? So you need why? to do the letting go. And when I said, when I meant the love letter, I didn't mean a letter of like forgiveness. I meant a love letter, like writing down absolutely everything that you love about him. Okay. Look at this. Okay. Yeah. Like, because the needs to the, the need, the resentment needs to be let go of because that's in your inside your yeah. body. All the resentment. Yeah, so that you need to get rid of that, which will then help with the anger. And try and change your perspective on how you see him. So try and try and find different understandings of how and why he can be the way he is. And um, do some mantras about you're not responsible and how anything to do with him has got nothing to do with you. He's toxic, I know that. Not yeah. through it, just through his upbringing a little bit, but yeah. I kind of understood that for me to be able to let go of things because... Uh, and I tell him to his face, like, you're toxic. Yeah. Your love language is toxic. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, so, a love letter. Love letter. I want you to come on and say how incredible he is next time. After this love letter. No man is, so everyone know I'm bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from me, I'll fill because he's in denial. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on to our next question then. We've still got quite a few to go and we're, let me see. How does your anxiety help you? Focus on the positives here. For example, anxiety helps protect you from danger or motivate you or shows you what needs your attention in life, what it shows up for you in its minor form. How can you utilize this? Sorry. How can you utilize its energies to help you move forwards? This is an important move to take away its power over you. So it's it's that feeling of like, I hate this anxiety, like giving it something. We need to not think anxiety, just not think it. My anxiety gets my kids to school all the time. 
when we write the positives down, we can control it. We can bring um, we can bring some equilibrium back of the the negatives that we feel about it. This reminded me of like the anger work. It's like not looking at anger as a bad thing, but like what it's trying to show you, isn't it? So this is a similar thing, isn't it? It's not making anxiety as scary. Yeah. Just take that energy. Yeah. Like your anxiety helps us get shit done, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah if that kicks in it's game over if that kicks in yeah. <laughs> so wake up one day and like right being in flow for too long back into line of being a fairy <laughs> definitely yeah and you're like are you, are you still in fairy mode and I'm like yeah I'm still here it's great and you're like let <laughs> me know then let me know <laughs> I'm in lion mode today <laughs> Uh, I think I'm to move on yes please 10 truths we must understand for our peace and our happiness you were born with everything you need you are not missing anything perfection is a man-made illusion and we're all beautifully imperfect you are not your thoughts. You are the calm awareness behind the noise in your mind. It's impossible for anyone else to define you. You are the only one who gets to decide who you are. Challenges are gifts from your growth. Are gifts for your growth, sorry, and can unlock your full potential. So important, that one. Challenges are just, they can really help us level up. The past and future doesn't exist everywhere except in your mind. Now is the only real moment we have. Your beliefs can be modified to lift you up. You are fully in control of your happiness. Your calling in life is to fully express who you are, who you already are. Unapologetically shine your light. We've got nothing to find. We've already been that all along. It's just the shit we need to undo that got in the way of our incredibleness. Forgiveness is a gift you give yourself to be free. Surrender is the gateway into sustainable inner peace. Let go. The pursuit of inner peace is more important than the search for happiness or success. Happiness is but a fleeting emotion and success can be taken from us just as it can be gained. But true inner peace is permanent. Inner peace as well is us doing what we feel is right in any given moment, regardless of what somebody else may feel the right thing to do would be. And this is how come asking opinions or validation from somebody else can really hinder your inner peace. 
because they ultimately do not know what is right and wrong for you. So it's you doing what you feel is right, no matter what. No matter what it may be. In a piece, we become magnetic when we keep our conscience clear. That is one of the most biggest things in keeping our inner peace and our vibration high is our conscience. If we feel like something's, we've done something bad, we're ultimately putting ourselves into that lack vibration and that's what karma is. That's basically what karma is. Karma is an emotion that we're attracting to ourselves through how we feel in our keeping our conscience clear. If someone's done something and they feel bad about it, they'll hinder this inside them, like of what they are, this, 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 this bad energy. Do you know what it and it doesn't really matter what it is. Like I'll use an example. I went to event an event the other week and I had to drink a can. And um, it was an outside thing, and we were sitting down and I had the can on the floor and I left and I got to the car and I thought, I've left that can on that floor. I knew that that would bother me, that I just I just got off and just left it for someone else to pick up in an event. And that bothered me. Now, to someone else, that mightn't bother them. Mightn't, mightn't think nothing of it, and that's fine. But I knew that that would bother me. So I, I, I went back from the car and went back in. And have you come back? And I went, no, I'm just putting that can in the bin. I went, don't ask. Went, you come back to put the can in the bin. And I went, yeah, because it bothers me. See you later. And I left. I felt good then because that was, although minute, I knew that that would bother me because it's important to me to leave a space. If not how I found it, better than I found it. That's something that's important to me as a value. So that's why it's important for us to get our, get our values clear of what's important to us because necessarily it might mean nothing to someone else. If I had to ask someone else about that, they'd have told me to leave the can. Of course they would because it's, it's so small. But I know that that bothers me. That's in a peace, conscience, feeling good inside. Sorry, went off on one again. I was just thinking, mic drop again. You're on fire. <laughs> oh my God, going off on one all night. Oh, what does inner peace mean for you and to you? Explore its importance and its influence over your life. What is your power? What is your powerful why? You are going to take the power away from your own anxious thoughts. You need to do a TED talk. Yeah, I do, clear. I do need to do one. On what topic, though? You will have to all volunteer me a topic. Hmm. Now what topic? Everything. That's my problem, Claire. It's everything. <laughs> like, what's your niche? I'm like, life is my niche. <laughs> now it's subconscious mind, isn't it? In a child, yeah, definitely in a child. Hmm. Self-love. Self-love. Yeah. It all comes back to that. All of it, doesn't it? Everything. Yeah. Like your, that's like your title, isn't it? If it all comes yeah. back. All comes back to that. See how many topics though people have just said then. It's like that's how vast it is.
Okay, let's go on to our next one. Everyone, please nominate Liz to do a TED talk. Please and thank you. <laughs> Creating a demand. Yeah, um, this, that's a good idea. This is the last question for the visualization. Um, is there anything on inner peace that you have? I think you pretty much covered everything on the last slide. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, so th is this the last question did you say sorry yeah the next one is um okay your visualization oh okay hang on what are we talking about i've been everywhere what are we doing tonight relieving our anxieties for our inner peace yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anxieties for inner peace okay Before everybody goes into um, visualization mode, I have done the self love Sundays checkout. <laughs> so it's done. Uh, with the um, the tick and the multiple tick, I think. Yeah, the tick was because I had such a light color pink, you couldn't see the tick. Uh, okay. So I solved that. Head to the night session. <laughs> I've done the bring a friend as well. Oh, look at you, you're just pure magic. So well, when, when you put ideas in my mind, we need it done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like uh, just second thought then, isn't it? It's like, if it goes on that list, it's game over. Because that list is like scheduled for 10 years. Um, right. Sorry, gang. Let me get back to the visualization. Um, right, hang on a minute. Let's just get comfy. <clears throat> is it just inhale and exhale? Give our legs a crossed, uncross them. Just give your bum a little wiggle into the seat. Relax your jaw and your shoulders. Let your arms go. And inhale. Exhale. All the way in and all the way out this time. Inhale. Exhale. As we inhale this time, as on the exhale, really push out and let everything go. Inhale. Really push. Okay, we're in a situation where our anxiety is present. We're either in a panic, we're either getting hot. We can feel it in our throat, we begin to worry. All these emotions come over us. We can feel it. Acknowledge what you're feeling. And remember that you are in control. What do you do now? 
What are you going to do? From what you've written down tonight. From the coping mechanisms that you've noted. What is that thing that you're going to do? Do that now. Do that now. You are in control. Nothing has control over you. No anxiety, no fear, no depression, no past experience, no person, no job, no place. Just you. You have everything you need. If you give yourself everything that you deserve. Speak to yourself kindly with love. Give yourself a few minutes to practice presence. Give yourself time during the day. Love who you are, who you've been, and the person that you are becoming. You're in control now. Whenever we're ready, if you just want to bring God awareness back to the room. Uh, I don't even want to speak because I never normally um, get any response after our, um, <laughs> our visualisation, but um, would anybody like to say anything or share anything? Or are we all just chill? Yeah, I really felt the feeling of no anxiety in the chest because that's where I get, I get a heaviness. Um, and then being able to kind of actually change that and let it, let it go and open the door and walk into a woods and feel the crunching of the leaves and that and feeling it dissipate and then just doing five breaths. and. It went. And that is exactly it, isn't it? At any moment, we have the power to do that. Yeah. We we have the power to do that. Like, the amount of medication and everything that's, you know, being made available. And there's so many tools that we, we have in our power when we want them without needing anything else. So, yeah, it's just a little reminder, isn't it, that we're in control basically, of everything and anything that we want to be. Nothing has control over us, especially if we're, we're working on, on our mind, getting in the moment. But, yeah, thank you so much for tonight, everyone. That's a gorgeous time. Went off on one a bit, but, yeah, gorgeous time. Me too, it was brilliant. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fabulous. I was already writing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. Thanks, Thank everyone. you. Thank 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 you